Jacqueline Steele, and I am so delighted that you are here. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of self-discovery because I believe that when we know who we are, then we can go out into the world and be who we are. While this may sound simple, it's significant. We live in a world right now that is built on seizing our time and attention, and the messaging that's on repeat is confusing. It is consistently telling us we aren't enough, that we don't have enough or do enough or appear enough. And I'm calling BS on this and all the other toxic messages that are flooding our lifelines. I'm saying enough is enough. This system is obviously broken, but it can still be incredibly alluring. It taunts and tempts us down all kinds of rabbit holes and pathways until it plugs us into the proverbial matrix. This matrix subtly tells us who we need to be, how we need to look, who we need to surround ourselves with, what we need to watch, the kind of music that we need to listen to, the intimate ways in which we need to live our lives. This, my friends, is not empowered, wholehearted living. This path does not lead us toward lives we truly and deeply love. It keeps us stuck in believing we need to do, say, or be whatever the loudest marketer is telling us. I'm here to say we don't need anyone telling us how we need to live our wild and precious lives. But in a world that is so loud, it can be extremely difficult to hear our own voices. And that's exactly why I created this podcast. This podcast is all about reclaiming our hearts and minds and spirits and putting up some healthy but fierce boundaries so we can uncover, unravel, and rediscover the wisdom that already resides within us. Let me ask you a few questions. How do you think our lives would change if we actually believed that we are enough just as we are? What do you think would shift if we stopped doubting ourselves, and started truly trusting and acting on our instincts. How do you think things would be different if we healed from our fears, insecurities, and shame-based thinking? This podcast, Self-Discovery with me, Jacqueline Steele, is about unplugging from the matrix and getting back to basics. It's about silencing the noise of the world so we can finally hear the sound of our own voices. It's about loving and celebrating who we are just as we are right now in this moment. It's about reconnecting to the deepest parts of ourselves and luring them out of hiding and into the light. I'm going to share stories about my life Lessons learned and earned, and poetry and prose, and love drops of inspiration all aimed at gently inviting us out of slumber and into the awakened version of who we really are and who we always have been. Howard Thurman so beautifully wrote, Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it, because what the world needs 
is people who have come alive. Coming alive, that, my friends, is what self-discovery is all about. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of self-discovery. I am... I feel such a sense of joy and peace being here. Like this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in this moment right here, right now. Uh, Before I go into the content of this first episode, though, I want to talk to you a little bit about the space that I'm in. For those of you that are watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm in my home office. But for those of you that are listening via podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to, your podcasts, I want you to know and be able to visualize where I am so that we can really connect. I want every episode of this podcast to feel like we are sitting down to tea together, having a conversation one-on-one. And I feel like describing to you my surroundings will aid in that goal. So I am in Georgia. I've lived all over the place, which I'm going to get into, but I'm in my home office. I have a white bookshelf with a bunch of books turned backwards behind me and a little salt lamp with a glow. And the reason the books are turned backwards is for a purpose. I love books and I love to read, but I'm at a point in my life now where I want to stop searching for information and start digging in to the wealth of wisdom that is already inside of me. So I love books. I will always love books, but I don't want books to have such a high, high place in my life that I allow them to make my decisions versus digging deep into my heart and allowing myself to make my own decisions. So that's why they're turned backwards. I have a cup of tea in front of me. Because again, I want it to feel like we are sitting down and having a cup of tea together. I have a little candle lit, so there's a warm little fiery glow. I have a notebook in front of me um, because in continuing with what I said in the intro about unplugging from the matrix, I went old school with planning these episodes and I hand wrote all of the templates and all of the things that I wanted to say because I wanted to feel them. I wanted that energy to flow through my whole body and come out into my pen and onto the page versus typing it onto a computer screen. I have a piano to my right because I'm a musician and I write songs. I have some guitars, two to be exact, hanging on the wall to my left. And this little office that I am in, that I'm recording inside of, is my sanctuary. It's where I create. It is where I think of new ideas. It's where I contemplate. It's where I analyze. It's where I deconstruct um, things that are going on in my life. And it's where I come up with all of the things that I feel like are valuable So recording this podcast in here is extremely significant for me. Next, I want to, without sounding too egotistical, tell you a little bit about myself because in the layout of this podcast and in the map of where I hope this podcast is going, we're going to talk about a lot of 
deep subjects. Some of them happy, some of them hopeful, some of them incredibly joyful, but some of them very deep, um, some of them traumatic. And so I want you to know who it is that you're listening to or that you're watching. And so in that air, in that energy, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. Some of it is peripheral and some of it is much, much deeper. And so these are snippets into my life. I was born in Iowa, but I have lived all over the country like a Johnny Cash song. I feel like I've been everywhere, man. Um, and, and I kind of have. So I was born in Iowa, but I've lived in Illinois and I've lived in Missouri and North Carolina and Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi in Idaho and California. And now I live in Georgia. I attended Baylor University in Waco, Texas, Sikkim Bears. <laughs> and I have a Bachelor of Arts degree in International Studies. And after I graduated from college, I did this incredible program called Teach for America, where you are put into this almost like a teacher boot camp right after you graduate. And you're sent to a city somewhere in this country that has Title I schools, which essentially means children are, are on free or reduced lunches. So they're schools in rough, low-income areas. And you are given the task of helping these children advance as quickly as possible to the educational level that age-wise they are supposed to be at. And I... Did teach for America. I taught special education at the first grade level in New Orleans, Louisiana. And it was such an incredible experience. It made me realize how much I don't know about what goes on in American society. And it opened my eyes to all kinds of discrepancies that we have going on in this country. After Teach for America, I got married and I moved to Idaho because my husband, who is an Air Force Academy graduate, was PCS, which I forget what the ac that acronym means, but essentially he was moved from his base in Mississippi to Idaho. And so we packed up our lives and moved from the New Orleans, New Orleans area to Idaho. And in Idaho, after being a teacher... I transitioned into the corporate world and slowly but surely as I got deeper and deeper into corporate life, I felt the life and the seedling of who I am being suffocated. And I knew that if I continued on this path of what I felt like was expected of me and what so many of us do when we graduate and take the first job that we can get, I felt like I was walking a path that wasn't mine. And I knew that if I continued down that path, I would become somebody that I did not envision myself ever becoming. And so since that point in my mid twenties, when I felt myself shrinking away into somebody else, I have been on a mission to recover who it is that I have always been meant to be. Um, and that's part of what led to this podcast. You know, I 
I should say self-discovery isn't about finding who we are. It's about uncovering who we are because you came into this world whole and wonderful in all of your own enoughness. And this podcast is about bringing that back into the light. Here are a few things that I've learned so far in my own self-discovery journey, and it has been a wonderful and sometimes tumultuous one. So I'm going to jump around a little bit on this, but the first thing that I think is notable that I discovered is that I have a deep, deep well of a heart for people. When I discover something that I think is cool or useful or important, I want to shout it from the rooftops and tell everybody that I know, whether that's a book or a movie or an idea or some kind of revelation, I want to get it out into the world. And that's one of the reasons I started this podcast, because if I have the ability to help or share or be of service, that is something that I feel incredibly passionate about. If I had to describe myself in one word, it would be creator because I love to create and I feel like I'm most happy when I am creating. Um, I'm a songwriter. I have written and released songs. Um, I'm on iTunes and Spotify. If you feel led to look me up, I am a writer. I wrote an ebook that is available and I'll leave a link for that. And that ebook, um, It's about my dance, really. It's about my dance with trauma and PTSD and also creativity and the beauty that can come out of traumatic situations. I also create uh, brands. I started a branding company a couple of years ago, and for the last two and a half years, I have been helping small business owners create brands and release them into the world. And I make videos and graphics and I love interior design and pretty much anything creative is something that I'm definitely going to be interested in. Um, So that is why I would describe myself as a creator. I would say that when I am hurting, I am someone who retreats. I can be a little bit of a hermit. Um, And I do that because I feel like I need silence and space to deconstruct and process what's going on in my life. Um, And life is so muddy sometimes that I think that silence breeds clarity. And so I definitely am, am someone who turns inward and I get really, really quiet to be able to understand the world. Another thing about myself, I am... sometimes I feel like I'm masterful at intellectualizing pain. I am not so good at feeling my way through it, which I believe after my 33 years on this planet is really how we heal is through feeling it and walking through it. But I have such an analytical brain. I am again, masterful at intellectualizing pain and categorizing it and kind of stuffing it away. And that's something over the past year that I've been working on pretty much on the daily. I am deeply, deeply drawn to spirituality and I always have been, um, but I no longer affiliate myself with a specific religion. I grew up 
in a very conservative Christian home and I love Jesus and I think his teachings are so beautiful and I'm so glad that they have spread across the world, but I'm not actively in the traditional sense of the word part of a church. Um, and I will get into this on another episode. Another tidbit about me, I have allowed my fears and doubts and insecurities to dictate so many of the decisions in my life. It was only when I started facing this shadow side that I realized how ruled by fear I truly have been. And I want to talk about this a lot more on the podcast so that we can deconstruct what fear feels like, where doubt creeps up so that we can be aware of of those things and move past them. I'm also an empath. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with what an empath is, by definition, an empath is a person with the paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. And really what that means is I feel things very deeply. I've been told over and over that I'm too sensitive. All you other empaths out there, I'm sure you can relate. But what I've realized in walking through my pain in this last year is that my ability to empathize is actually my superpower. Um, It's just vital that I learn how to wield that superpower in a way that is healthy. I'm going to talk a lot more about empaths and sensitive people to come. I'm a hopeless wanderer at heart. I love to travel. I love experiencing change. I love immersing myself deeply into other cultures. I have this yearning to move and shape shift and grow roots toward the sun instead of into the ground. I graduated from college with almost $100,000 in student loans. And so money has always been something I've approached with a lens of fear and scarcity. But I am happy to report I am well on my own path into shifting that around. I'm really good at listening to others and holding space for them, but I'm not so great at asking for help when I need it. And that's also something that I'm working on. I am a chronic rusher, a type A personality kind of gal who has historically pushed myself into burnout over and over and over and over and over and over until last year when my body said, no more, I'm not doing this. And so I'm learning now to retrain myself, to approach my days with intention and ease instead of the whip of productivity. And ironically, Now I'm getting more done than I ever have before. I have historically used shopping as a distraction. When I felt anxious or sad or scared, I would shop. And I used buying things as a temporary salve to my inner unrest. I am a recovering perfectionist. And I'm going to talk a lot more about this on this podcast. I once struggled with anorexia so badly that I stopped menstruating for a year. And now I'm leaning hard, leaning really, really hard into radical self-acceptance and wild, relentless self-love. The older I get, the more I want to honor my feelings instead of wishing them away. My feelings are the crumb trail 
to my own self-discovery. Speaking of getting older, I think getting older and if children are listening, please plug their ears for this, but I think this expletive is necessary. I think getting older is fucking liberating. I think as we age, especially if we're on the path of self-discovery, we experience more and more and more freedom. My brokenness is my biggest asset. It let the light in. It taught me compassion and it taught me empathy and it opened the door to my inner wellspring of wisdom and healing and seeing the world with a perspective of love. It was my brokenness, not my striving, not my perfection, not my hard work, not my worthiness, not my talent, my brokenness that has been my greatest teacher and healer. And it's what has led me here to you and to this podcast about coming alive to who we are. I hope with all of my heart that you feel the love that I am sending you right now. Thank you for listening. May we know who we are so that we can truly be who we are. You have been listening to Self-Discovery with Jacqueline Steele. For podcast episodes and updates, visit JacquelineSteelInternational.com slash selfdiscoverypod. And you can follow me and chat with me on Instagram at Jacqueline Steele. I wish you light. I wish you love. And I wish you peace. Cheers. This is just the beginning.